Hello, everybody. Hi. Welcome to Cracker Classics, weekly podcast in which Joshua over there. That's me. And Ian somewhere in the void. We watch a classic movie. I'm going to stare. I can't find you. I must Mm. stare more. Stare deep. It's just going to be my uh, disembodied voice for this episode. I can't tell. Is that you staring back or the void? It's the void. It's always the void. Fair enough. (laughs) Again, I'm trying to make this spooky because we're sort of watching a spooky movie. But I kind of doubt it's going to be. (laughs) Well, guess who we get to meet today? Abbott and Costello. As they meet Frankenstein. Frankenstein. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Apparently this is the first of their We Meet Someone movies. Okay. And I've never seen any of them. Nope. Only thing I know of Abbott and Costello is who's Who's on on first. first. Yep. So I don't know. And I don't even think I've seen them perform the whole thing. I've seen like clips. Oh, really? Yeah. But not the whole thing. I've seen them do it, and I've seen other people do it. I've never done it myself, but... I've seen other clips of them, too. But, yeah, never a whole anything Abbott and Costello. So this will be an experience. Mm -hmm. I I fear it'll be a cringe experience. Oh, yeah. Um, Comedy? Yeah, well, it's supposed to be comedy. The 40s? (laughs) We'll see if it's still comedy. Specifically vaudevillian comedy yeah, from the 40s. That's true. <laughs> yeah. This is 40s, right? 48, 48, 48? I think I saw. Even later? It was late 40s. Wow. It's more recent than I thought. After the atom bomb and created the Frankenstein monster for real. Oh, yeah. Mary Shelley was just a great prognosticator. Truth. She was just trying to avoid hanging out with Lord Byron. Well, that'll happen. It's insufferable artistic types <laughs> doing podcasts and whatnot or whatever the equivalent was poetry we're artistic (laughs) suggesting we're insufferable (laughs) Uh, but we also have dracula in here well of course can't just be frankenstein bella lugosi is dracula yes so it's uh, yeah that's what (laughs) that's what really drew me in i'm like wait Mm. a minute (laughs) and then uh, lon cheney jr is in here as well He's a wolfman, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all the classic universal movie monsters. Mm-hmm. With the exception of the mummy. I don't think we have the mummy yet. Or the creature from the Black Lagoon. Did they ever meet that one? I don't know. I know they meet the mummy, but that comes later, so I don't think... The yeah, maybe they did that because they left it out of this one. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh shit, we've got one more to do. Uh, though, I mean, we saw the mummy. That's not a horror movie. No. Maybe it was then, but it's not now. It was entertaining, though. I had sort of read some reviews of this movie. Um, apparently it killed the horror genre for the time. Kind of like Scary Movie? Yes. <laughs> it, it's supposed to be a funny horror movie, and in the end I guess it's just terrible. Ooh. Or just funny and not horror, but it ruins horror. I don't know. Well, I liked Scary Movie, so... You Really? Yeah. Okay. I don't think I finished it. (laughs) Me too. Well, I also saw it, like, right when it came out, so all the references were still fresh. Yeah, Um, fair. That makes a huge difference. (laughs) I wonder if that'll be the case in here. Lead balloon references to things that we just... are not relevant anymore. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. 
But I would hope not, because it gives off this classic timeless vibe. Because we meet Frankenstein and Dracula. These are pillars of culture that are still around today. So's what's up? No. No, it is not. <laughs> I am not in fourth grade anymore. <sighs> I haven't said it since probably sixth grade. Oh, Lord. But you could be right. <laughs> it could be that. It's on time that capsule-y. level, I'm sure, yes. And yeah, that level of. <laughs> I imagine, oof. Either way. Yes. This might be tough to get through. <laughs> I don't know. I am very excited to see what the classic comedy duo that I've never really experienced before does with well, horror. Well, the last time we tried that, it didn't end well. Not true. Hope and Crosby. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. You had to go pop my bubble, didn't you? Yeah, sorry. My expectations are low. I want everyone else's to be, too. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> or not. Why would you... Why would you, like, want to hurt my joy? I'm sorry. You know it's just going to be hurt by the movie. Why would you want to do it twice? I do it to begin with. And then you <laughs> go in and... It stays last when it's coming from the movie. That's the excuse people use to beat up their kids. Life's going to beat them up later, so Um, might as well get them used to it. That's not my point here. Yeah, that's what they all say. Say that like I have kids. (laughs) My point more of when I go into a movie with low expectations is that you can only go up from there. If it ends up being decent or just not sucking, then, then that's fine. If I go in with bigger expectations and it's just not suck then i'm more disappointed i guess which happens because sometimes a movie is really highly revered and it's, oh it's great it's wonderful and then you watch it citizen king yes <coughs> excuse me i wasn't going to cite example but yes <laughs> yeah yeah but this is less classic all right we'll get it over with yes yeah, i've already ruined it <laughs> uh, yes let's get started and Raise your expectations. <laughs> we'll be back for intermission impressions and monsters. Universal monsters. Mm. Copyright. T M R all those little letters. C circle. <laughs> I'm rather enjoying this. This is a lot more entertaining than I thought it would be. Yeah, this is better than I was thinking. There's there's really only one uh, issue in here, and that's uh, Bud Abbott. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's um, what do we describe him? Abusive. Chauvinist. Mostly just abusive. All at Costello's expense. Yeah. Do this. Do this. Do this. Do I have to do all the work? You haven't done shit. Threatens to hit him. Does hit Does him. Does hit him. And treats women like commodities. Yep. Share and share alike. We're friends. We, we share things. Share me your women. <laughs> because, of course, Costello is the ladies' man in here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he is pretty adorable. Totally adorable. Yeah. It's just unfortunate that it's all a jam. Yeah. 
where both women are concerned. Yeah, that kind of sucks. Yeah. I feel really bad for him. But I'm liking this double cross thing. There's the insurance lady <laughs> who's trying to find the monsters. Yeah. And then Sandra, who is, I guess, the new Dr. Frankenstein. <laughs> Working with the monsters. Going to put Costello's brain in the Frankenstein monster. Because <laughs> we need a simple brain. It'll be loyal and take yeah. direction well. Yeah. Because if you don't uh, take direction from your master, you're just a brute. I guess. I didn't quite get that summation that Dracula was trying to make there. but Well, evil people think that you need to be able to follow orders. Well, evil people want control over you. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. And clearly, the original doctor able, failed. Yeah, if you're not able to be controlled, you must be a brute. Mm-hmm. Uncivilized. To have your own intellect and think for yourself, you're just unmanageable. <laughs> yep. But of course, a vampire count would think that. That makes sense. Um, however long ago in the feudalist times he lived, I'm sure that was... <laughs> What the serfs were supposed to do and think. Yeah, he used to impale people he disagreed with, so, you know. Well, that was a different Dracula. (laughs) Whatever. If you're counting Bela Lugosi's Dracula as real, that's a different Dracula (laughs) from Vlad the Impaler. Okay. Well, this isn't technically... I mean, it is clearly Bela Lugosi as Dracula, Mm -hmm. but it's technically not a follow-up to any of the other universals it's not canon shall we say it's not canon because otherwise uh wolfman would not be would not still be transforming because he got Mm. cured in 1945 that's true well just because it came out in 48 doesn't mean it takes place in 48 well that's true this could be before he was cured That's, that's fair but we do have a very serious lon cheney (laughs) <laughs> oh he's fantastic he's, he's I fully committed it. to the urgency so much it's so good <laughs> we must find these monsters right now he's oh I can't do it right now the moon is the rising movie. and it's fantastic <laughs> uh, yeah I'm definitely liking this a lot more than I thought I would <laughs> see low expectation go in and you can Sometimes really surprise yourself. Even though my bubble was popped, I still came in with some expectation, and I am still enjoying it. It is not... Yeah. You're saying you're blowing a new bubble. Just reinflating the old one. Ah, so it didn't burst. It just deflated. Yeah, all you did was prick it, you prick. (laughs) (laughs) Then how would it reinflate if I pricked it? Patch the hole? Oh... You got one of those repair kits through the post, huh? No. Had to pick it up from your baggage room. No. I used my own tears to seal the puncture wound. <laughs> and I was able to reinflate it through the magic of Vaudevillian comedy. There's very little magic pretty in Pretty much here. just means abuse. Um, yeah, well. But <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we ever considered that magic. Look, it doesn't do what I tell it to. I'll smack it, and then it will. Magic! Touche. <laughs> <It's... laughs> you have a point there. Uh, did that work, though, on Costello? No. He smacked him. He still didn't. No. I can't remember. <laughs> I don't remember what the slap was in. I don't either. To, and... 
At least when Costello slapped Abbott, he apologized. Yeah. That was a total accident, though. So I the, the story in here is interesting, because I really didn't know what sort of story I, we would have, aside from just running nope. around a house of horrors being scared. Yeah. It's, it's just Costello that's scared. <laughs> and there's this whole women oh. plotting to get with him for their own ulterior motives. Because women are the real monsters. Ah. Shit. I didn't think of that. <laughs> Something tells yeah. me Abbott's going to say that in the second half. Oh, God. Ugh. Yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. I'm ready for it now. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, what, do, what do you think is going to happen? Shenanigans? Well, besides that... Will the brain get taken out or not? Hilarity. With an ice cream scoop. Ooh. Okay. This is is where it came. (laughs) The Simpsons got it for their Treehouse of Horror. That's what I'm going with. Okay. Since there are a lot of references in The Simpsons that I don't know where they came from, I only assume that the ice cream scoop is one of them. I'm sure there's some out in Costello something. Yeah. In The Simpsons, yeah. They did Dracula. Yeah. In Pennsylvania. <laughs> Which they so should have done here. No, we're in Florida. Does yeah. that make sense for Dracula Reasons. to go to the Sunshine State? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is kind of weird that we're crossing cannons here. Dracula wanting to revive Frankenstein's monster. I think the cannons had already been crossed. Had it? I'm pretty sure, like... They're trying to, like, the reason the Universal is trying to revive the Universal Monsters is because it's always been, like, an interconnected universe. Oh, well. Yeah, I think you're right. Pretty sure it has. Okay. Never mind, then. (laughs) I'm forgetting my storylines here. Because they keep redoing them. Changing shit. Spoofing shit. And then Mel Brooks has to make a movie about it, too. And... uh, that was choice. Well, yes, I love Young Frankenstein. It's fantastic. Yes. It's probably better than this, but we're not done with this yet. True. But I um, feel pretty safe in saying Young Frankenstein is better. Yeah. Mel Brooks is on another level. It does depend on our treatment of women in this movie, though. Is it on a <laughs> Mel Brooks level, or is it going to be better than that? <laughs> Well, so far we're towing a line, and it depends on what happens. <laughs> but so far, the women are evil. Yes. Because if you work in insurance, you're most likely evil. Mm, there's no most likely to it. Well, it's trying well, to be nice. No, that's, that, that's it's fair. If you've been duped into the lower levels, but if you're an investigator for an insurance company, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. My job is to make sure we don't have to pay you. Even though our entire existence is supposed to be to pay you. I'm sorry, that House of Horrors guy, maybe he doesn't believe his own scam and doesn't think that they're real. Yeah. But if you knew that the monster and Dracula were actually real, wouldn't you take more precautions than just shipping it in a crate and having two bumbling comedians ship it for you? Personally, I'd be a little suspicious that I was called up out of the blue by someone saying, I've got Dracula and Frankenstein, you want them? 
You know, like <laughs> for dirt cheap. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it just feels like a scam. Maybe it's because I've been raised in the internet age. Well, I had to deal with emails from Nigerian princes. Oh yeah, I remember those. Yeah, mm. can't get blood from a turnip, dude. Yeah, that's where I was. I was like, I would love to help you, but I don't have a hundred dollars. I was. What made kid. you think I um, could give you money? <laughs> <laughs> you have more faith in this than me. <laughs> yep. I don't think it was a scam. I think it was like a um, monkey's paw type situation. This thing is really magical and does supernatural things, and I want the fuck rid of it. No, I Will you it take was, these? I, I think it was Dracula being like, I need a trip to the U.S. Where can I go? He's like, because I need to work with this lady who's in Florida. What's in Florida? Oh, this house of horrors. Let's just ship ourselves to Florida. Uh, the castle place. It's in Florida. Is it in Florida? Clearly. Because uh, that's where the masquerade balls held. Well, okay. <laughs> I was confused by this very gothic old-timey castle. and My immediate thought was it's not in Florida. Oh, it's in Florida. Okay. Definitely in Florida. Fair enough, I guess. <laughs> so you're saying Dracula sold himself yes. to the House of Horrors guy? Yeah. Then how did we obtain the monster? Well, he got the monster. I don't know how he got the monster. He already had But he it. was in possession of the monster, but he needed access to the facilities to change the brain of the monster so that he could have complete control over it. I gotcha. And okay. uh, Sandra is that person with those facilities, and she's in Florida. So, yeah. Okay. Ship me and the monster to Florida. Makes sense. I really hope that Sunshine State factors in here <laughs> in some form. <laughs> that would be nice. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. Well, shall we go finish? I think we shall, see yeah. how evil we make women out to be in this. <laughs> <sighs> We'll be back for our curtain call and uh, maybe some sunshine. Yay. We'll see. Bubble well inflated. But yay! <clears throat> happy bubble. Happy bubble. Super happy giddy bubble was Vincent Price there at the end. <laughs> yeah, that was the topper. Didn't yep. see him, just heard him. Yep. Because that's how the invisible man works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a small beef, though. Yes. Uh, we're calling this Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, but I feel like we... Frankenstein's not in here anywhere, you're it, right. Yeah, I feel like we met Dracula a hell of a lot more, and he was sort of the more um And it was Frankenstein's monster. There was no Frankenstein you whatsoever. Know, you're right. It's the monster. Because it's officially yeah. what it is. It's Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. The doctor himself ain't in here. His handwriting is, but that's it. Yeah. Yep. Just a little misnomer I have. And they never even met his handwriting. That's true. The women were the only ones that saw that book. Yeah. And in the end, only one of the women was evil. Joan just got put under a, a spell. Oh, yeah. Like you do when you work in insurance. For a while there, there was this little um, battle between the two women as they <laughs> kind of fighting over... Costello, <laughs> just a little bit. 
I didn't get that hardcore, but there was a meeting of the minds when they're dressing for the masquerade ball. Yes. At least they found out each of them was full of shit. Yep. But yeah, overall, this was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Not too many problems. No. Aside from some appropriation. General Von Billion abuse. Yeah. And definitely some appropriation at the masquerade ball. Mm-hmm. Um, McDougal was the devil. That was hilarious. That was funny. Head of the House of Horrors, of course. Yeah. yeah. And I, I th- I'm, I'm under the impression that he did not believe that they were real. Yeah. Especially at the end. Well, here comes one of your exhibits now. Holy shit, I'm going to jump in the lake. Well, he thought they were authentic. They just weren't alive. Well. Because he was like, I've got the real Dracula and the real Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, but that totally sounded like the showman in him trying to talk up his business. Come one, go all. It's the real thing. That's why he insured him for $20,000. Like, Well, you do that when you're investing in things. Not in fake things. Well, maybe. Uh, if it's your money and yeah, maybe. you're the snake oil salesman. Not cheap. I mean, they're cheap. You can get more fakes. That is a question. If you didn't believe it, but he bought them cheap, why still insure it for twenty grand? Yeah. I think you are right that it, neither were real, just not um, active, shall we say. <laughs> Dormant, as the little placard said in the museum. <laughs> It was kind of weird that reading Dracula's placard made him come alive, as if it was an incantation. Kind of, sort of. I think that was just for volity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was alive the whole time. Oh, yeah. And just using it as an excuse to emerge. Oh, you're reading about me. My ears are burning. (laughs) Oh. This was better than Scary Movie. (laughs) Yeah, most definitely. There's only one real in-joke. That was the... The waiter that's apparently been in a bunch of other Abbott and Costello movies. And mm. When asked about him, said, I don't even know him. <laughs> I read way too much trivia on the IMDb page. Nice. <laughs> Anything interesting bits about the Wolfman? Well, aside from the fact that he was actually cured in uh, the Castle of Dracula, I believe, in 1945. Mm-hmm. So he was sh- shouldn't still be turning into the Wolfman. Which I've got a question about that. Yeah. How many days does this full moon come out? Oh, it's just the moon. It's not the full moon. It's the moon. Really? Pretty sure. You're thinking of something else. Because I thought it was the full moon. I always thought it was the full moon, too. But watching this makes me think, oh, the universal wolfman just needs the moon. Which makes sense. But every time the moon came up, it was full. That's and that was too. like four or five nights. Yeah. That's kind of <laughs> I have a little issue with that. Uh, I mean, yeah, after four days or so, it's still going to be mostly pretty full, full. But yeah. I mean, the, the science behind lycanthropy is sketchy at best. Yeah. I mean, the moon has a very gradual pull of power. It's not just an instant thing. Well, the science behind Dracula is also bad, and if sunlight kills him, so should moonlight, because moonlight is just reflected sunlight. Mm -hmm. You're right. So. (laughs) And no sunshine. We were fucking in Florida, but there was no sunshine state. Dracula dies that way, anything. It's just Wolfman sees a bat, pounces on him, and down they fall into the, the water below. Yeah. 
Pulled an apparently Aussie. Dracula can drown. No, I'm pretty sure Wolfman pulled an Aussie. Well, I bit his head that. off on the way down. Yeah. He just got sick of the animation and turning it to a bad. <laughs> All that animation was choice. His <laughs> father. It was so cartoon-like. It just added to the farce of it all. Especially when Abbott's in the background and gets animated from one position to the next over like two frames. <laughs> well, yeah, that was just a bad edit. But it yeah, fit. but they animated it. Like, that <laughs> it was worked. the best part. They animated the transition. It was awful. I loved it. I just wanted a little more fun little animation things. <laughs> so it was really just that and the occasional electricity involving the the monster. Really yeah, half it. the electricity was animated. Half of it was real. What you the Tesla coil? Well, the Tesla coils. I don't know what it's called with the the balls and the. There's lots of baubles in a Frankenstein lab, and yeah. they all actually have some scientific purpose. They're just, just not employed for that. Not the what they're being story. used for. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're just there to look cool. We got colored yeah. liquids and beakers and stuff. We don't use any of it because plans thwarted. Yes. Evil doctor thrown out of window. <laughs> By Frankenstein's monster, who of course breaks free from his restraints, because the restraints cannot hold Frankenstein's mm. monster. He somehow was no longer weakened. Was there just enough electricity flowing about? I guess. He got his strength back? I don't know. But then his motives upon getting his strength back were confusing. He had motives? Well, at first I thought he did when he came <laughs> back. Because he throws evil doctor that was going to put a more subservient brain in him out the window. Yeah. I get that. That but makes then sense. He yes. starts chasing Abbott and Costello, who were the victims. That's just for comic. I suppose. And it was funny. But then it ends in fire. Poor monster. I always feel bad for him. Something mm. young Frankenstein, of course. Man. Well, no, he ends up with Madeline Kahn's character, so yeah, yeah. do you still feel bad for him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit. This was a damn entertaining movie. Mm -hmm. I still didn't care for Abbott, but at least he came around a little bit well, in the end. Well, necessary comic foil to Costello, like... But you have to have all the abuse and yeah. the chauvinism and the... That's how vaudeville works, damn it! Uh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's um I mean, we still have slapstick today and that's all predicated on violence true not necessarily abuse but violence i guess i just feel bad for costello he kind of takes a lot of not me got hurt and... funny <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like everything kind of revolves around Costello in here, all of the bad yeah. stuff, all of the attraction. <laughs> it's sort of like Ringo Star in Help. But Lon Chaney was definitely the shining star of this movie. <laughs> he was so earnest he the whole time. So serious. <laughs> so and meant it. Goddamn hilarious. <laughs> and it's like we didn't need him. Oh, no. It was to serve this weird subplot of, oh, lock me in my room, please. <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah, I really don't feel like we needed him, but there he was. Oh, I definitely and needed him. was like, him. all right, this is fun. He was, he made this movie for me. Just 
so dramatic. His commitment to all of it. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to call you from London. No, it's not collect. <laughs> but I must warn you. So that was sort of weird. He's got a call. You'll have he to listen fast. I'm about earlier. to turn into a wolf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which somehow in that last time he turned into a wolf, he became like the good guy. Well, yeah, because of his long beef with Dracula. I guess. But any other time he was just wild beasts. It's because Dracula wasn't around. He sees Dracula and kill that motherfucker. The the hypnotic control that Dracula has in here sort of comes and goes. (laughs) A little bit. He's he's the bad guy, but he's not a great, powerful bad guy, despite supposing to be. Kind of is. That's all right. It's about all the ghosty Draculas. They're for yeah. effects. Yeah. Yeah. I was still entertained. Very much so. Especially when he posed as a doctor. <laughs> Who, disappointingly, was not named Acula. No. I feel, like you, I feel like you missed a real opportunity there. Lon <laughs> Chaney would have figured that out, though. Just remember, he called asking for that doctor. Yeah, yeah. Not realizing that it was Dracula. <laughs> Which could have been another element of fun. It's painfully obvious, but he's not getting it. Yes, exactly. It would have been perfect. But for the most part, Wolfman was on the level here. Yeah. He was the most uh, sensible out of anyone. Except for when he would turn into a wolfman. Yes. I suppose the moral of the story is always be wary of your invitations to places and things. Especially when they're just out of the blue. Come to this thing I've invited you. It's in a deserted castle on an island off the coast of Florida. Bring your neck. No. And your delicious brain. What's her name? It had been... Groom and Costello for at least weeks. Like she'd been working on him for a while. It was not out of the blue. It was we're we've been planning on this masquerade party for a while. It was a slow burn. Yeah, and they totally lured you. Yep, earned your confidence and love. But I guess the real moral is always be wary of your long term relationships, <laughs> where you could be dating a vampire. Oh, yeah. well, she eventually became a vampire. I think. That part was a little squeaky yes. with Dracula. And... No, she became a vampire. That's what or I thought. at the very least a thrall. Well, yeah. Um, I'm not sure how the actual Dracula lore treats that. If she's a vampire or just a thrall. But, yeah. But, but then with Joan, with the insurance lady, same thing happened? Or she was just under some spell... Hypnosis. Same thing happened, but it came through, um, what was her name, Sylvia? Sandra. Sandra. Yeah, she uh, passed along the mind control to Joan. Mm, okay, there, there was no lesbian neck biting there. Oh, there was lesbian neck biting. Oh, they just didn't show it, I see. Yeah. Of course. It was the 40s. You know. In my brain, there is always lesbian neck biting. Oh. Um, <laughs> anyway. Goodness. You want a portal into his realm of imagination. <laughs> Maybe you should follow us on Twitter. Yeah. Do that at Cracker Classics. Except I don't tweet. But yeah. It's okay. I don't tweet either. <laughs> Just give us followers to make us look good. That that's what we're after. Sure. Yeah. We're too we're too cheap to buy Russian bots, so Which is why we have a Patreon. 
Yeah, help us buy those Russian yes. bots. <laughs> That's patreon.com. Our Twitter. Slash Cracker Classics. <laughs> if you actually want a little bit of insight into our minds, check out our website, crackerclassics.com. Allegedly. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bye.